For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is the Georgia Dog Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. That's it. Wilcox with an up and out. Wide open. Touchdown. Israel two. Snap to Young. Drops back. Pressure from the edges. He throws near sideline. And it's intercepted. Intercepted. Keely Ringo at the 21. Off he goes. 40, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. Near sideline. Breaks the tackle. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. 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 Georgia. Good evening, neighborhood. How about them dogs? 32, 18. Let the celebration begin. Celebration indeed. Uh, welcome in. It is the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, or actually, no, just the Believe Network at this point. Uh, also coming at you on Brinks TV. Joining me is a very special friend of mine. Uh, Israel is out tonight. He is on uh, track team duty and uh, they're putting their house on the market. So he is on cleanup duty at home. So joining me to fill in is, uh, is my man from Illegal Motion. Believe in Badgers, believe in Vandy, and well, you can find them just about anywhere on the internet at this point. It's Matthew Perkins. What's up, man? What's up, coach? Thanks for having me. I uh, appreciate yeah. you having me fill in here this evening. So love that intro. Love that intro, by the way. One of my students made that beat. It's pretty slick. Yeah. I got a whole library of his his stuff he let me have. So that's uh that's one of them. So his name is Nate Deason. He was one he was in my first graduating class at Hillwood. Well, there you go. He's uh, him and Nick Madrid were friends. So we got a, we got an action packed show. Uh, like I said, you can find Matt on illegal motion. You can find the two of us together on illegal motion. Uh, we, we joined forces with Josh cook to deliver that show and uh, believe in badgers, which is absolutely killing. If you have it, uh, if you, this is sec country, so you may not, you may not know the, the beauty of the believe in badgers podcast, but if you want to jump in big 10 country, my man, Matt's man, him and uh, the Hebrew hammer himself uh, do a great show. They're actually going to be, uh, there's some big news in that. I'll let him tell yep. you if he wants to, but um, we are brought to you by BetOnline.ag. It's uh, our partners continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info for all the latest sports developments, including the updated odds of NBA playoffs fights and even next season's futures. And don't forget the MLB is back as well. Uh, we know who we're picking to win the world series, Matt, you're wearing it on your shirt. Uh, how, about them, how about them? How about them? Let's go. Bravos. I mean, not, not a great to start to the season. I'll tell you that. That's how it is right now. Well, but. I mean, it, it's April and we're waiting on Ronald Acuna to come back. It, it, it's sure. okay. Got to get the pitching in order, you know. Got to get somebody that can pitch other than Max Freed, and we'll Braves will be just fine. 
So bet online is your continued source for all your sports wager needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code believe that's B L E A V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online. It's where the game starts. Okay, Matt, what's up? Uh, we're going to talk a little Georgia because well, we are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast. So we're going to talk a little Georgia, uh, and then uh, we're going to well, turn it over to you and let you kind of kind of go on about what uh, what's going on with you and, and, and your ventures and and everything like that. And then uh, and then we'll wrap this we'll wrap this puppy up and uh, deliver you into the weekend. So, Amarius Mims, the biggest sto- one of the biggest stories of the spring for the Bulldogs. Amarius Mims goes into the portal. Un- unannounced, unexpected. He's competing for a starting job, goes into the portal, actually goes on a visit to Florida state. And after a two day visit returns home and says, you know what? Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe the transfer portal is not for me. I'm gonna come back to Georgia. So uh, what were your thoughts on, on that uh, as far as that goes? And then I'm gonna ask you just a general question on, on the portal. Like if you get in the portal, should you have to transfer or, is it okay to, you know, come back? All right. Let me answer the, answer the second part of that <laughs> question. First, I saw that our, uh, our mutual friend, Jake crane had posted that exact same thing on Twitter the other day. Yeah, asking if you go into the portal, is that where do you have to then leave? And I would say if I am a coach, and I go interview for another job, I don't get the job or decide to come back to that job. I don't lose my job just because I've interviewed somewhere else. Right. And so if we're sort of using the portal to match the, the mobility available to coaches, to players, we then need to allow them to do that. I think that if they go in the portal and it's mutually, it's mutually agreed upon between the coaching staff and the player that they want to come back, let them back in. I don't think that you should have to have to leave. I don't, I, I think that's silly. Yeah, I do too. And I, I just thought it was an interesting question because, you know, some people, there are some people out there that say, Hey, if you stick your name in that portal, <laughs> boom, you're dead to me. You're gone. Get out of here. You know, don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way the out. Good Lord so, split you. Yeah, there you go. You said it much nicer than me, but, um, I, you know, I, I'm I'm stoked that Mims is returning. I I, I thought it was kind of crazy for him to hit the portal. I I didn't think the See, grass I was greener for him. So I it wasn't crazy for me. Uh, from what I understand, Georgia coaching staff wanted to kick him into guard. He wanted to stay at tackle. His recruiting in itself was a very topsy turvy mm-hmm. uh, one. If I remember correctly, he had multiple commitments. He had he was sort of the the central figure in McDonald's bag gate at. Uh, at Tennessee. And so he's, you know, he's a guy that has always had commitment problems for better or for worse. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's like out of all the people on the roster, like, yeah, of course he's like one of the first people I would have imagined who would have gone into the portal for Georgia. Uh, Second, probably only to Eric Gilbert, who I don't, is the, is he in witness protection? I haven't seen or heard anything about him recently. Well, you didn't watch the G day game. He scored two touchdowns. Oh, okay. Yeah, he he's gonna he he's back and uh, he he's apparently he's in a good headspace right now. So that's uh, good. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm all locked into the Wisconsin spring game, which is coming up this Saturday. Yeah, so it it, it was a good showing for for uh, a few people. Eric Gilbert uh, being one of them, Stetson Bennett, Carson Beck, 
Um, but yeah, no Mims coming back is huge. I don't think it's over for him at tackle either. Um, I think, I think the coaching staff just wants best fit, best five. Uh, and Stacy Searles has always been a cross trainer type guy, like, mm-hmm. Hey, no guard, no tackle and, and just see where get in where you fit in. Yeah. Well, you mentioned the cross training thing. And I think that it's an interesting philosophy because one of the things that Georgia shares with Wisconsin has been a strong offensive offensive line play for the better part of two decades. Now, I mean, Wisconsin's case, it's three, but we, in the different offensive line coaches that the Badgers have had the last one, Joe Rudolph, who's now at Virginia tech, he cross trained everyone on everything. And I thought it was to such a degree that it actually ended up hurting the line because no one was really able to truly excel at any given position except for the center. And so it, it led to much worse offensive line play over the last, I'd say three seasons than would be, would to be expected at Wisconsin. And I was wondering how you sort of felt in general about cross training and the amount to cross train guys on the offensive line. Well, I think, I think you got to start with your tweeners. Like if you have a guy that's not quite fast enough to play tackle, um, but not quite big enough and, and, and thick enough to play guard, uh, depending on what your base scheme is, you kind of have to cross train him to see where he fits. But I, I think in, in the case of Joe Rudolph, I think he went a little overboard and cross-trained everybody, which I, I don't think is necessary. There's some guys that, you know, without a shadow of doubt, they're tackles and that yeah. that's, that's what they are. Mm-hmm. Leave them alone, put them at, put them in tackle and let's roll. Like yeah. for and, in and, George's and case, Project Jones. And it's interesting because Bob Bostad, who was the Badgers offensive line coach for uh, like, I want to say like six, eight years uh, in the late 2000s, early 2010s, uh, mm-hmm. one of the best line coaches ever is back at offensive line coach at Wisconsin. He'd been the inside linebackers coach and developed all American Leo Chanel um, amongst other guys, but he's back coaching the offensive line. And there has been almost, there's been like two guys who have been cross training and the line seems to be much stronger at the same point in the off season one year Mm -hmm. later, even though they've only had conditioning in the 15 practices that are sanctioned under the coaches. But I, th- I just think it's really interesting to see sort of how that, the, I guess that one like small change in approach can really affect the, the room overall. Mm-hmm. And no, no doubt. Yeah. So, uh, but you mentioned Eric Gilbert and you mentioned to me before the show that y- you think that there can be a pretty strong argument to be made that this is the best tight end room in the history of college football, the history of Georgia football, the history of SEC football. <laughs> I'm curious as to how far you want to play this out. Uh, depends on how, how hyperbolous I'm feeling today, but uh, in all seriousness, this is a re- probably in the country this coming up season. Um, I I'd be willing to, to do a little research and figure out who oh, actually here, here's had the, thing. the best tight end room. Oh, well, here's the thing, coach. I've, I've been doing that research. Um, if, you know, if you come over okay. to uh, MikeFarrellSports.com, um, I write a column over there. I'm the editor in chief over at MikeFarrellSports.com. The, 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 right? the, the conciliary, the conciliary, the conciliary, the conciliary, conciliary. Yeah, thanks, Coach. Um, <laughs> yeah, the conciliary's notebook, uh, my weekly column. Uh, this is coming out on a Friday. It'll come out today, and you know. 
I haven't attacked uh, this, but in my editing of, of Mike, we've looked at tight end rooms and this season, I think that they have the one, a tight end room in the country to Utah's one B I, I adore Utah's tight end room for this year. Um, I, I think that they have, and their I top, don't think they, you're wrong. Their top three are so, so strong and so complimentary. You, hey, Matt, I present to you Oscar Delp, incoming freshman. Mm-hmm. He is he is Brock Bowers light. Okay. Um, and then Darnell Washington, obviously, the NBA player. But uh, yeah, spring game, like, really surprised me. Like, I, I could see us legitimately getting into 14 personnel and not thinking twice about it. I mean, you know, as a, as a Wisconsin person that, that gets me, uh, excited, uh, in mm-hmm. the nether regions when, when, when yeah, I we, see, we, we fort- uttered the words 23 personnel last week is really, oh, that's you, a lot you, of should, fun. you should listen to our, our show, uh, last week. I, I mentioned, uh, I name dropped that you would be, uh, that you and, uh, Hebrew hammer would be excited that, you know, we, we could, uh, we, we could, we would spot Paul Christ at our spring game. Oh yeah, absolutely. You kidding me? Bring out the, uh, personally, my favorite is what's referred to as the barge formation, Mm -hmm. uh, which uses an extra offensive lineman, um, a tight end, two fullbacks and a tailback. Yeah. We, uh, we, we did something like that with Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis in the lineup at the same time. Yeah. That's fun. That's a lot of fun. That is yeah. Figuratively and literally. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, which, you know, I, 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 I I think that in Utah. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like Utah. And if you want to go historically, like I, if they can play to their expectations, I think those are the two groups is three groups. I should say that stand out to me. Um, most recently would be that Iowa tight end room of 2018 that had both Noah fan and TJ Hawkinson. Both guys were first rounders, yeah, uh, both that's... guys, super duper productive guys. And mm-hmm. they may not have had the same depth that this room has it, but the high end, uh, high end talent, yeah. talent and just, you know, the fact that those were the, yes, Brock Bowers is the number one guy in terms of receiving on the Georgia offense. Well, Hawkinson and Fant were one and two there. Yeah. So, no, and, that, and, that's, that's tough production to beat there. Um, yeah, it, it, it's really good. I mean, I mean, you can look at Iowa tight ends for the past 15, 20 years, almost, um, especially when you go back earlier to like the Dallas Clark days, there mm-hmm. was some, you know, th- there was always a guy right after the guy that seemed to step in and fill in. Well, the other teams consider would be early two thousands, Miami, you had a run where you had Jeremy Shockey, Kellen Winslow, Jr., Greg Olson, just guy after guy after guy. And there were a couple of years here where you'd have three, like three of those NFL guys overlap. So I don't know if you're judging it on pure production. I don't know if you're judging it on, um, you know, NFL talent, NFL success, but I mean, yes, I think that this, Georgia tight end room this season, you know, has a easily a top five all time potential. And yeah, I mean, I that's mean, all we got right now. We, 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 have, nothing to, like, we yeah. have nothing to go on because last year it was just Brock Bowers and he was one of the, yeah. he was the most productive tight end in the country. Uh, didn't get much behind him at, at, at that position. But I think when you, at the end of the day, you're going to get a lot of production out of Eric Gilbert this year. I'm anticipating. I mean, the dude's a huge target and, and runs kind of, I mean, I'm not saying he's Kyle Pitts, but he kind of plays that style of football. 
Yeah, that's saying something. That's saying something. Yeah, I mean, he's Kyle Pitts-esque, I should say. So it's exciting. And then Oscar Delp is a, a you know athletic tight end from from Atlanta and uh, just signed early enrollee. So uh, he had a big spring game himself. But uh, man, I'm I'm uh, I'm looking no, forward I- to it. Yeah, the Badgers could borrow some of yours because they have seven scholarship tight ends and five are now out with injuries. Uh oh. Yeah, that's not, not looking good. good. No, definitely so, not looking good. So Stetson, um, I think finally it's a uh, unilateral across the. Well, I would say not, nothing's ever unilateral, but it's a very high percentage across the board that uh, Stetson Bennett is the guy, and he's well supported now. I think Jordan Vanza finally finally bought into it. What do you think? I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know how you could not buy into it at this point. How, how is it not? How is it anyone but sets and Bennett? I mean, JT Daniels is gone. Yeah. So you don't have Virginia. to worry about that. He, he's a West Virginia. I mean, is Carson Beck even still kicking around? Like he, he actually had a really, he's going to be the number two. Okay. And then you've still got Vandegrift. Yeah, he, he didn't look as comfortable as Beck did in the pocket. I mean, if you Actually, think about Beck, it, still Beck like was, Beck was outplaying him. He you know, similar competition at this time last year, he should have been going to high school prom. So, like, that I mean, true. yeah, that he got true. yes, he wasn't early enrollee and got those extra fifteen practices, but he's also quarterback. And it's freaking tough, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he was no, a quarterback and, on a roster with with Beck, uh, Bennett, and JT Daniels all getting mm-hmm. all getting reps. Yeah. So, no, I, I so no. This will be Stetson. Stetson will have the swan song, and then mm-hmm. you'll you'll go into next year, and you guys have that. Uh, you guys have the kid um, that don't you guys? You guys have like a five star committed for next year. I'm pretty sure we have one uh, early enrollee, Gunner Stockton, and then that's who I'm thinking of, Gunner Stockton. Yeah, and and we're still we're still in the thick of it with Arch Manning too. That's going to be interesting. I'm I'm curious how you think Arch Manning's. Uh, recruitment is going to play out because I've heard a lot of things from a lot of people. Yeah. And just because like he likes vastly different things at the places he's visited. So you can't really get a beat on where he really is because like at Georgia, he really likes my cousin Buster. Like, mm. he, like they've got a great relationship and he likes Todd Monken and this, the scheme and, and, what you know what their plans are with him you know in alabama it's obviously alabama you know nick saban and you know what they've done with the quarterback position here of late of course old miss has you know has a chance not only because uh his dad cooper um played there before he got injured uh with the spinal stenosis but also having lane kiffin there mm-hmm. helps their cause as well but well, and that's where his namesake went. That's where Archie, yeah. his grandfather went, which yeah. is his namesake. So like, can't yeah. discount that either. No. But, but also don't discount Virginia out of the race because like the entire uh, Manning family out uh, outside of Olivia, all the females in the Manning family are Virginia people. They all went to Virginia. That, would be, that would be and, something for Tony Elliott. That yeah. would be a imagine if Tony Elliott got that in his first real cycle. <laughs> I mean, it's not God. it's not out of the realm of possibility. So, I mean this this one this this recruitment's going to be interesting. Out of all out of the out of the three Manning recruitments so far, um, his included. So Peyton, Eli, and now mm-hmm. Arch. And now Arch. I would like to see 
I would like to see Arch go to somewhere that is not Ole Miss or Tennessee. Tennessee's I mean, out of it, I think. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think Tennessee was going to be in any way. I mean, who would want to go to Tennessee at this point? No. I sure don't. No. Even if the McDonald's bags are a little heavier than they are other places. <laughs> I mean, your Happy Meal is truly happy, right? Yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, money can only buy so much happiness. And I'm not sure if you could pay me enough money to live in Knoxville. No, that's true. That being said, I think it'd be fun for him to go to Georgia. I'm the, the, the cynic in me just believes he's going to Alabama and that's going to be that. And then he's going to, you know, spend three years at Alabama, give Nick Saban three last titles and send him off into the sunset. So Saban finished his career with an even 10. I would rather him go to Ole Miss. I would Alabama. too. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, do you know, where I, do, do you know where I don't want him to go? I do not want him to go to Texas. I don't think he's going to go to Texas. I don't know, man. I mean, he there's likes some, to. I just don't. I just there's don't. Some smoke there. There is some smoke, but there's some smoke at Georgia. There's smoke at Ole Miss. There's some smoke, smoke at Virginia, at Alabama. So, like, yeah. I mean, so. There's smoke at, at all those places. Is there smoke, smoke at LSU? Smoke. Is there smoke at LSU? LSU don't want that smoke. Ugh, that's that's too bad for them. But um, and uh, I don't think he's good enough to join the family. I do declare <laughs> Arch Manning, you could come play for me, Brian Kelly, <laughs> in a day and twice on Sunday. Oh boy, we'll have a crawfish ball. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, uh, Brian Kelly. Arch is like, aren't you from Boston? Yeah, aren't you yeah. aren't you Irish Catholic yeah. from Boston? Who Let's not, let's not get in there. Let's not yeah, get in there. Yeah, let's not, let's not do it. Um, so no, he's not going to LSU. Let's just put, let's just put that one to bed. I'm I, okay. I'm, I'm happy to, I'm happy I can guarantee to he's that. not going to Oregon either. Gun to my head today. I'd say he's going to Ole Miss. Yeah, I, I would, I would agree to you. I would agree with you there. I would say Ole Miss followed by Georgia, Alabama, Virginia. That, I'd say I would see for me, I would flip. Alabama and Georgia, I'd have Alabama second. Yeah. But yeah, I can relatively agree after that. Yeah. So, well, so uh, the, the draft's coming up, Matt. Yes, sir. Um, and Georgia's going to have quite a bit of uh, front seven talent in that draft. Yes. How do you replace five potential first rounders? Well, I mean, for, for Georgia, it's just plug five new five stars in yeah. is what it seems to be like. I'm, I'm, I'm very jealous. No, well, I mean, yes, you have, you have five new starters, but at the same time, your backups got so much play last year and were such an integral part. Georgia, as well as anyone under Dan Lanning used a lot of rotations on the defensive line. Right. And mm-hmm. so the guys you still have who are still eligible, there's a lot, there's guys who got tons of snaps last yeah. year. Right. I mean, Nolan yeah. Smith, just looking Nolan at him Smith, alone. I mean, I mean, and, he, was, he was a, you know, he could have, he could have gone to the NFL too and been a, been a second rounder, but I think he came back. I think he's going to get a first round grade after this year. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I think, I think with him, he, he's got amazing burst, but he's, very slender and light for to be a true edge rusher. And so yeah. I think that either for him, he has to bulk up a little bit more or that's what Leonard has, Floyd did too. When yeah, he came that's back. what Leonard Floyd did or, but Leonard Floyd is tall. Leonard Floyd is like six, 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 five, six, six. Yeah. Nolan's like six, four, right? 
six three, I want to say six four, something like that. Yeah, he's he's he plays longer than he is, but he's really like six three. I'm pretty sure. But he, I mean, he plays with amazing leverage. But is he going to bulk up or is he going to play more off ball dropping? How is how is he going to? you know, I, I think the question for me then is how is he going to adapt and what is, what is the new staff going to do or what is the new defensive coordinator going to do in order to, again, maximize his talent? I think they're going to send him. He's a good pass rusher. He's a great pass. I mean, he's not a good pass rusher. He's a great pass rusher. He's a, you know, if, if I could start my college football team this season with a pass rusher, I mean, he's not going to be my first pick. Obviously, that's Will Anderson. But and then Dallas Turner, <laughs> and then Dallas Turner. Yeah, don't get me wrong, dude. Dallas Turner is crazy. Oh my god, man! Dude, Dallas like, Turner is nuts. He was the guy in the title game that just like blew me, you know, uh, you know, off of my couch. And he was recruited as a middle backer. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they just like he got there like, oh, why don't you just try playing edge rusher? Okay. That cross training, man. <laughs> cross training. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that seems to be the theme of the day, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah. After that, I mean, Nolan Smith would be probably my next choice if I could have yeah. any pass rusher in the country. Yeah. Uh, followed by Nick Herbig at Wisconsin. Yeah. Who's uh, not, not, not a bad deal. Who's a stud. Yeah. But he, but actually, Herbig and Herbig and and, and Smith have very similar measurables. Yes. Um, and, but they're both outstanding pass rushers due to the fact that they have, they're insanely fast with their first step and so nimble and able to change direction very quickly. Um, mm-hmm. And part of that is due to the fact that they will weigh a hundred pounds less than the offensive tackle that they are playing opposite of. Yes. And that helps. And that helps. And that helps, but that can also help you get bullied around in the run game. But when you're Georgia, last year, I mean, your, your, your front three are going to keep, you know, five offensive linemen off of the rest of the defense. And yeah. so I think for, I think for, for the dogs this year, what they have to figure out is what is this, their defensive interior, especially rotation look like, especially when they go to maybe two down linemen looks, which I know that they will do a lot in third down situations, things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, and so, so who, who are the guys that are going to be on the field for those snaps? And cause I mean, Let's face it, like, what did Jordan Davis play? Like 40% of the defensive snaps last season? Did he even play 50% last year? I don't think he did. I don't think he had to. Yeah, exactly. And that's my point. So, I mean, how many... You're actually replacing less snaps Uh as a percentage than you would think for a defense that is replacing five of their front seven. Right. And so... And uh, Zion Logue... Uh, my, my guy from Lebanon, uh, he's gonna, he's gonna step in at nose. He's got huge, man. He he's six, six, he's real big and long and just, I mean, he's not quite as, you know, nobody's the mammoth that Jordan Davis was, but he's certainly somebody that can, that can eat up some blockers. Uh, Jalen Carter is going to be, you know, one of those ends. Uh, he's going to be, well, I mean, Jaylen, yeah, Jalen Carter is fantastic. Um, and he'll be the other guy in the, in the two down. Like, mm-hmm. I think those guys, I think those two guys can command a lot of attention so that, you know, your rushers and you can do some unique stuff with, with your pressures, uh, with the linebackers, with, uh, Trezimon Marshall and, uh, Jamon Dumas Johnson. Uh, th- those are going to be your two, uh, money and Mac. That, that's the, that's the name of the inside linebackers, money and Mac. And, I like that. And Trezimon Marshall had a really, really good spring game, uh, especially in pass coverage, which is something that Georgia hasn't had much of at the linebacker position, even with the Dean, uh, being a stellar, um, 
pass cover uh, linebacker. They haven't got that just across the board uh, with with both of those positions. So I, I, I'm they're excited about that. I know. So that's going to be that's going to be fun. And then Chaz Chambliss at Sam. Uh, he's going to be kind of your 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 run edge guy, uh, your stand up guy. Some and then third down situations when they when they do go the 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 two D linemen with the extra linebacker. Chaz Chambliss will count, probably be that extra guy. MJ Sherman, Robert Beal, Xavier Sori will be also kind of in yeah, that so, mix. Yeah, Sori's well. a kid I like a lot. I think that yeah. he's got a lot of. I think he's got really high ceiling. Yeah, he does, and he's actually listed as as, as uh, the backup money. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he's one of those that can that can jump down and, and play play either. Yeah, no, I, I liked him a lot coming out of high school. I think it was just last year. I mean, he's a redshirt freshman, so. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, his his high school tape was really impressive. Absolutely. So, um, just check out Georgia Spring Game, Matt. You'll 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 get a lot of answers there. But mm-hmm. um, before we get to you, because uh, I know I know you're. I know we're not uh, huge on time. So uh, before we get to you, I want to tell you about athletic greens. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that's top quality with one delicious scoop of athletic greens. You're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens to start your day, right? Their special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system gives you that energy boost, recovery, focus, and of course, aging, which is, you know, lately that's what I need. Uh, so it's lifestyle friendly. It fits a wide range of diets. So Matt, your South beach diet, man, if it fits right in, South beach. uh, there's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything, man. Uh, so reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. So to make it easy, athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to treat, diagnose, treat, or cure, or prevent any disease. Yeah, so the link is also in our and going to be in our... Uh, in our description. So you can click that too. I almost nailed the, I almost, almost nailed, nailed it. It was so I close. Almost nailed it. I'm sorry. I, I, I apologize in advance. I wrote that copy. So, you know, I, okay. I apologize in advance for, I should say, I guess this is in retrospect. It's not advanced for uh, making you read that too fast. No, it's, it's all good. I, I, I wanted to, I saw that as a challenge. I'm going to nail it at one point. And I'm going to nail it really fast too. So I, be, I believe I believe you can do it, Coach. I, I can. I got it in me. I got the I got the auctioneer in me. So, uh, so it's your turn now. Um, I know not much is happening on the Believe in Vandy front uh, lately. I know that's kind of yeah. A believe tough in Vandy gig. front. We, we've got uh, we, we've got the combination of my co-host uh, having. Well, his he didn't have the baby. His wife had the baby, but having just had a new child uh, within the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. plus the fact that let's put it, let's say it's like Vandy blows. <laughs> it's like, not fun to talk about. It's it's <laughs> awful. It's so bad. Like like I was like Ryan and I, Ryan Seymour, former Vanderbilt mm-hmm. offensive lineman, NFL offensive lineman for I think plays for seven teams. Uh, you know, Ryan and I have the best time on the show but it's usually when we're talking about anything that's not Vandy football. 
Well, because why don't you just it, go rogue and just turn it into a rogue show? People to like just just mention like one Vandy thing to 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 justify being believe in Vandy, and then and then just rock and roll with whatever. Yeah, I mean we'll 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 do something. Ryan yeah. Ryan's jump, juggling being a new dad, new job. Um, so yeah. you know it's things are a little tough for him and me on my own, man. I I it's. Whew, talking about the talking about the doors, you know, I, I could I could maybe do a little doors baseball right now. Went to a doors game the other day, uh, baseball game against Florida. Vandy boys, yeah, Vandy boys. Um, yeah. And then they had a big, oh, coach man, they had a big uh, thing for alumni where you could go and get all this gear. Uh, oh, yeah. It was all super cheap, like everything, like five dollars, and like we're talking like brand new like sets of. Um, Ruds, you oh, know, wow. like spandex. Yeah, if that would be like seventy dollars, eight dollars, or five dollars. Um, like everything is like five dollars, and like hoodies and sweatshirts are fifteen dollars. Got a, so went the other day, got a ton of gear. Um, go. through yeah, uh, my wife's Commodore Club. Show, yeah. Oh, I'm I am completely completely fitted, suited, and booted for go, that. But no, I mean more stuff is happening over with uh believe in badgers uh bernie and i matt bernstein aka the hebrew hammer uh wisconsin legend uh he and i have uh we're hitting it weekly in in the off season right now uh, as we ramp up to our games we will be coming at you with twice a week's uh usual monday morning fullback uh breaking down the game every monday in season and then our typical uh interviews on thursdays we've had some amazing guests of recent uh mm-hmm. recently Sean Lewis was a really fun one the head coach at Kent Sean State. Lewis, yeah so we had Kent State head coach Sean Lewis that was a great interview um i was just actually ma- making a a best of podcast the other day oh wow uh for our our which we released which i released uh earlier this week and uh, listening back to our interview with brandon white who is the ceo of receiver factory um he doesn't like to talk about it but he is odell beckham jr and stefan diggs and jameson williams personal receiver coach um, he is a, he went to Wisconsin. He's from Fort Lauderdale originally, and his story is absolutely phenomenal. And so I would really recommend tuning into that one if you have a chance, because that one is about like, that one is less about Wisconsin than any of our other episodes, I would say. Uh, but we have, we have a lot of really interesting people on, on, on the show. And it's just, a it's a passion project of mine, obviously, as is illegal motion, which is the podcast that, uh, That's me, right. Coach Corey over here and uh, our good friend Josh Cook uh, talk about college and football <clears throat> among other things. Yeah, I think we're, I think it's a, tang- a show that is tangentially related to college football, even though it's called the Illegal Motion College Football Podcast. It's ADHD on on the radio. Yeah, pretty much. And then finally, like I said earlier, I'm the editor in chief. Uh, also known as the conciliary over at MikeFarrellSports.com. You guys all know the Godfather, Mike Farrell. Um, I am the editor and publisher of the website for him, and we are doing a lot of stuff, man. We've, I see uh, that. Yeah, he uh, he left Rivals on uh, March, March 31st. thirty first. Yeah, so uh, it's now it's now April. F- what what is today the 21st so it's been three weeks um and the site's been been growing by leaps and bounds we've got a lot of stuff going on there um where we've got 
three, four, five, six articles a day coming out right now, uh, videos, podcasts, and you know everything you want to, especially on the portal. Uh, I, I'm really impressed with uh, we, we've got a portal like Pete Writer basically, yeah. who's been who, who's been doing some really good work. And uh, but make sure if you want to stay up to date on the portal, which I actually think it's really interesting that dogs haven't brought in anyone from the portal yet, have they? They've not. I'm surprised. I, yeah, I thought, we would, had, yeah. thought we would look at defensive backs or Georgia and, or somebody. As far as I know, Georgia, Iowa, and Oregon State are the only three schools that have only three group of uh, power five schools that have not brought in anyone in the portal. And right. for me, two of my three best friends uh, <laughs> support <laughs> two of those three teams. Exactly. So, so on the uh, other end is I've Wisconsin, who's brought yeah. in like 11 guys. That's crazy. Old, old, well, Ole Miss is bringing everybody in, so we, we, we can't. Yeah, so, Ole Miss take everybody. Yeah, I mean, we, we took a look at Jameer Gibbs. We took a look at Eli. We almost got Eli Ricks, but he ended up. That would have been interesting. I think. I think. I think Ricks would have been really interesting for you guys. Well, that would have solved a lot of our issues <laughs> on defense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that uh, I'm surprised we didn't go nab a corner, go nab a safety, or go nab something. Wisconsin, well, because Wisconsin got three of them. That's right. Wisconsin got three corners and a safety. So I, I guess we just, uh, guess we just didn't need it. Yeah. I mean, including Cedric Dort, who was uh, at Kentucky a lot yeah. for a lot last couple of years. It was pretty decent. So yeah, that's about having get. him around. Yeah, um, that's good get. I know Vinny yeah. was, I don't know if any had a hard time losing that one. Yeah, he's a he, he's a good one. He's a really good one. Um, I'm actually the guy I might might be most excited about. Just weirdly, is we got a guy from Arkansas, Vito Cavaruso, the kicker. Oh, yeah. uh, nice. Wisconsin had a, hasn't had a kicker since uh, Coach your former nemesis, Rafael Gaglianone, was kicking oh, for wow, them. Yes. <laughs> so yes. Uh, anyone who knows uh, Hoffa, the Brazilian kicking sensation from Tennessee, um, he uh, listed at like 5'10", 240. And he could absolutely, he could drill a, f- a 55 yarder with his eyes closed. Yeah, that was ridiculous. I mean, yeah. you like we would be in warmups, right? He played at, uh, if any of you are familiar with Tennessee high school football, which if you're listening to the show, you probably aren't, but uh, there's a boarding school. It's a co-ed boarding school uh, in Chattanooga called Baylor. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're, we're warming up and, you know, I've got my back turned and all of a sudden, like, he, I mean, he, you know, he trots out. I'm like, Oh, that's the kicker. How oh, God am I to like, you start making the jokes of like the fat kicker, you know? Yeah. And so all of a sudden, you know, I'm not thinking anything of it. All of a sudden I hear this, I felt like it was a gunshot, but he, it was him kicking. Just I mean, thud. that ball just was just, thud. just coming off his foot. It sounds like it's coming out of a howitzer. Yeah. I mean, and you could hear it just cutting through the air and it yeah. just, I mean, it got, it got to the uprights like that. Yeah. Yeah. He was an amazing kicker, like an, like an absolutely amazing kicker. Um, and just a, a great fun all around dude. So, yeah. So that's what I'm up to, man. Uh, plus I have go. my normal nine to five job. So there you go. His nine to five job is, uh, I was trying to think of something funny, but I couldn't. No, I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't have a fun nine to five job. I'm a chimney sweep. No. <laughs> I trying to think of something. I was trying to think of the most ridiculous job of all time, but I just couldn't do it. It's no, late. Sorry. It's late. We've been in uh, T we've been in uh, T and ready testing. Oh yeah. I'm like the per- proctor extraordinaire in my school. 
Oh, that must be a little boring. It is very boring. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's productive, like for writing goals and like, just like mapping out my offense and like situations and trying to figure out practice and, you know, trying to do anything I can to get these kids engaged. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. Well, I believe if there's anyone who can do it, it's you. Yes. Well, testing, I, I, I give credit to testing with a lot of that. So, um, but uh, yeah, MikeFarrellSports.com. Like, how did that come about, man? Like, I'm Mike and I have worked the... together for a year and a half at this point, I want to say. Um, I've been, I started by doing graphics for him and then I got into doing some editorial work with him. And, you know, we've just sort of been like, I've, yeah, I mean, I produced all of his social media graphics for pretty much the past year and a half. And, it just, uh, you know, when, when he, when he left rivals, he asked me to, if I'd be, if I'd be interested in helping him out in his, uh, as he hangs his own shingle out there in the digital world. And I said, sure, man, why not? I could, uh, use an adventure. So I built my own website for the first time ever. So that was cool. That is cool. That is very cool. So yeah, I, I, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time with Mike Farrell, uh, in my 12 years at rivals, which still, as of now, it's still my longest tenure job that yeah. I've had. Um, teaching, uh, I mean, I've been teaching for going on nine years, uh, but only five of those have been at the same spot. I've, I've spent, I've made three stops in those nine years yep. or soon to be nine years. So um, I'm completing my fifth year at Hillwood. So I'll be, I'm eligible next winter, next January for tenure in Metro. That's Good for you, exciting. dude. It's pretty That's awesome. So, um, but I'm happy. I'm going to, I'm going to go stick around, you know, I got a good situation coming and uh, I've met with the architects several times on my room at the new school. It's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. Yeah, man. I see it. I see it every day when I, I see the construction it's, every day. It's, so it's going to be dope. I saw the, I saw the layout. It's, it's going to be outstanding. I'm looking forward to it. So, but uh, yeah, man, uh, you know, I know you got to run. I know you got some things, some projects to do, but uh, yeah, so I, have, I have, I have brochures to go make. So I have brochures. So you're a travel agent, huh? No. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm, <laughs> I'm sending them. Escapes. <laughs> I'm, I'm sending them to a conference in Charlotte. So yes, in some ways I am. There you go. There you go. So you got to make this little brochure nice mm-hmm. and tidy with their itinerary so i'm gonna let you go and uh let you go and uh, rock and roll with that but uh i mean that that's pretty much all we got right now we're kind of in a in a, in a dead period yep. uh, a little programming note for next week we are uh in in uh anticipation for the nfl draft we did talk to joe de Leon last week about nfl draft stuff so we will probably re-air that because a yes it was that good and b um it's relevant to to what we uh to what we're talking about so we'll that that'll be a uh, that'll be a relaunch there just to get some more some more coverage on that. So um, if you are if you're watching, we thank you for watching. Hit that subscribe button, hit that bell notification. It'll let you know when there's new co- when there's new content available. Follow us on social media. Matt, what's your what's your socials? Uh, at believe in badgers uh, everywhere. And my personal Twitter is at underscore perco underscore. So, okay. but uh, check out uh, mikefarrellsports.com mm-hmm. and at mfarrellsports on Instagram and on Twitter uh, and at feral portal 
uh, on, on Twitter as well. We've got, uh, every time, if you want to know who the latest to be in the portal is just follow at feral portal. Uh, every time a new guy goes in the portal, we let you know every time someone has announced they're committing somewhere else, we let you know it's the number one stop for all your portal related needs. That's right. That's right. And uh, we hope that Israel did get, did not get hit in the head with a discus tonight or take a javelin to the chest. That would have been tragic, but um, was that attracted me once where I saw someone get hit by discus in the head. Yeah. I think he just texted me that one of their, one of one of the coaches there almost got hit. So I got, uh, yeah, I, I've seen that. I've seen someone get hit with a javelin. Um, that was not great. And I hit someone with a shot put once, hmm. but that, that's a different story for a different time. That is, we'll have to do story time later. So, um, but all our social is scrolling on down below. So take a screenshot, give us a follow. Uh, our, 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 our people are growing. Our network is growing uh, slowly is. but surely. And uh, I went on the Uptempo podcast earlier this afternoon. So give that a listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, joined in with uh, Blake Lane on the, uh, a new Upstart podcast. He actually got his start from TikTok. He had a TikTok uh, that went viral about uh about him actually um hammering on uh kirby smart he's an auburn guy <laughs> and that that particular one went viral so they so he started a podcast and, all right and full circle he had me on so and there i was just, you go. and uh it, it's it's a pretty big deal when i'm the special guest so um that's how i feel right now yeah you you are my special guest you are a big deal you're much bigger <laughs> deal. Um, I'm going to ride your coattails on this one. So, but anyway, Mike Farrell sports, uh, good, very good people. Uh, Mike and I are, are also, uh, in, in, uh, in good times, uh, from, from our rivals days. So Mike is a great guy, great, uh, great writer, great, uh, great with recruiting. So yeah, I, have no, yeah. I have no doubt that, that Mike Farrell sports is going to yeah. blow up and, and, you know, and, and rivals has sort of pulled Mike off of the recruiting beat focus on college football and he's going back to the recruiting game. And cause that's, I mean, I've told him like I, as his conciliary, he's the Godfather. I'm his conciliary. It's yeah. really what I'm, I'm here for. And I feel yeah. like he's going to be, he's going to be going, getting back and recruiting hard. And it's going to be awesome yeah. because he's got you for college football. Well, and, and cause there's no one better when it comes, when it comes yeah. to recruiting, there's no one better. No, I mean, he, he, he changed the game as far as uh, analysis and, and stories and getting mm-hmm. in touch with recruits and things like that, where, yeah. you know, it, it was at the time, it, everybody was kind of like, Whoa, like this is, this is crazy. Like this yeah. is deep, but then, you know, it that's why he's annoying. the Godfather. That's why he's, he's the Godfather. He's the I mean, Godfather. So, so yes, we all, uh, we all bow down, kiss his ring. And, uh, <laughs> I take, I take notes yes. in the corner while I'm, uh, while I'm sipping on bourbon. So there it works go. out. There you go. That's that's what we got to do. So that's going to do it for us. We are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast yes, on the Believe Network and coming at you on Brinks TV. We are presented by betonline.ag. We thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. And we'll see you back here. Well, we won't see you back here next week. Next week will be a rerun, but we will see you the following week. We'll talk about the draft and we'll, uh, we'll update you on some baseball and some other things as well. And as always, see you later and go dogs. Go dogs. Okay. I was kind of wondering. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.